If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free, so that means no upfront, out-of-pocket cost. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So maybe you've thought about it. So today, take action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You've tuned into the Happily Married and Love podcast with your hosts, Sherry and Michael. Hey, before you do anything else, hit that subscribe button. So that way you're notified of every time we upload a new episode. Hey, thanks for joining back with us. I'm Sherry. And this is Michael. I like I got a couple of comments today. I want to start with a well-known TV show done in the I say the seventies or eighties, and the name of the show is The Jeffersons. You had George Jefferson. Moving right on up. You had Wheezy. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know her real name, but they called her Louise. He called called her Wheezy. Right. And you had you had they had a son. I can't think of it, but Florence was the was the uh, Lionel. Lionel, yeah. Florence was the uh, the 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 maid maid. or the housekeeper, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But George Jefferson was the main culprit of arguments and disagreements. Conflict. Conflict, yes. Yeah, it's conflict. And they went back and forth and went back and forth. But today's question is, can we today in 2023 fight well? Can you find a couple that can fight well? Let's just say like a train, a trainer. Let's talk about Creed 3. In Creed 3, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think of his name. But the character's name was Donnie and... Uh, Adonis Creed. Adonis They call Creed. him Donnie. Okay. Right. Okay. He trained very well to become, to get the title of the championship for right. boxing. boxing so, right. So just today we're going to talk about you can fight, you can have a good fight, or you can fight well. So we're going to be. So women, so you're saying I need to go to MMA, get trained? Nope. Like nope. Nope. Muay Thai? Nope. We're going to be the what, trainers. What? We're going to be the <laughs> trainers of the marriages. Right. So we're, we're not advocating couples go no. out and get some. We're not no advocating. No 10-ounce gloves. No. No. None of that. <laughs> you're going to listen to us, and we're going to portray the information you need to, to so. be. So in terms of conflict, in terms of relationships, there's a good way to fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're not talking about physically fighting. My husband's making me sound like I'm talking about Well, I'm just being clear because time, the time we live in, some people might think, <laughs> you know, you're doing John Jones or something. Right. So put down, <laughs> right. put down right. the, the, the rolling, the curl, rolling pin, put down the plate, you know, all that, put all that down. As you know, on, on, on those TV programs we watched, there was never any any real violence going on. Well, yeah, it was slapstick kind of Right, comedy. even on good times, you never uh, never saw any serious, you know, fist fighting. No, no, you yeah. didn't. So, you didn't. Okay. So we're going to go. So we found out that there's four 
essential components of a healthy fight. And we're going to call these the core of a good fight. And we're going to use the, uh, the, the letter C-O-R-E. Okay. So, so they're acronyms. Acronyms, yeah. yes. Got it. To what that means in core. Okay. The first word is cooperation for C. If cooperation doesn't exist in your relationship, you're in for some difficult times. So that means you're going to fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you don't cooperate, if you can't just like, okay, you be in your corner, I'll be in my corner. So who? And we co- cooperations, we're going to both listen to what's going on. Okay, so who wins in terms of do you follow my orders or I follow your order? I mean, what in terms of cooperation, what does that mean? Well, this isn't about who wins. It's largely on how well you cooperate even when times are hard. Together, together. cooperation, together. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so let's talk through that. So one spouse wants to go or do something or even spend money. Okay, let's use just a, a common analogy. The husband wants to go buy a boat. A bass boat. Mm. The wife is like, is not feeling it at all. Okay. <laughs> Does she cooperate and just says, ah, well, he's going to do it anyway and just let him go buy the boat. They already had plans for the money to do something else. They don't have room. She's thinking about, okay, you've got to incur the cost of storing it somewhere. You've got to maintain it. He's not thinking about it. He's just like, I just want to go get a bass boat. You got to get a trailer. I don't sound like that's starting yeah. on a good note, but okay. Well, but but I'm, I'm just I'm using that as an example. So so how does co so how do you cooperate in that? What is where's the 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 healthy fighting with that? You know what I mean? Well, we need to go through the rest of these so we can make sure we understand what this well, is. It, well, here's how I understand go it. Ahead. Just go from ahead. the standpoint of cooperating, is in the cooperation, it's a give and take. Whereas, like, okay, using that example, if you wanted to go out, they would talk about it. They would say, and mm-hmm. she should be able to say, just like I said, hey, have you thought about this rental cost? Where are you going to store the thing? Mm-hmm. Um, you got a trailer for it? And, and yo, Bubba, you don't have a truck. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's the worst case. But assuming the, that the guy's got all that in place, mm-hmm. and they really, and it makes sense, and then they've already planned for it, they've talked about it. And they're okay with that purchase and the maintenance of it. But they, but again, the cooperation piece is, hey, they, they've come to a place. But I think the part of it doesn't work if one just forces it. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Of course. You right. Know, we're landlocked in Cincinnati. <laughs> so, <laughs> but there's a river. Some people go down the river when mm-hmm. they go to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So that's how I see that. Okay. So, but, but the absence of that is mean you're going to fight because you're not on the same page. Right. Okay. All right. What's next? Oh, the, the letter O is for ownership. Ownership is all about each of you owning responsibility for your part in the conflict. There's no place for finger pointing. Sorry about that. In a good fight. Instead, you'll both need to be willing to look objectively at your own role in the problem and take necessary to steps towards positive change well i mean if you change i don't have to do anything it's all good see no listen to that listen to that comment he <laughs> right, just made right. it's all your fault man. It's just if you would change pushing the blame on me instead right. of 
each person needs to take the ownership of, yes, I might have a part in this disagreement. Oh, okay, I, I own the fact is I wouldn't have been upset if you hadn't said that. Mm, 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 or I wouldn't be upset if you hadn't done that. No, no. Y yeah, you no, see what I'm doing? There's right. no place for finger pointing exactly. in a good fight. Exactly. Right. Right. What I should have said is, you know what? You're right. I reacted out of whatever it sounded to me like, or I felt this. Mm -hmm. I felt whatever, you know, and talk through it instead of saying, you know, hey, I, you know, dude, you, you could be right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, for some people, that's a major step just to say you could be. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because they're, they're going to be hard nosed about it. Right, right. But I, I think the key point we want people to take away is owning it is not to place the blame to say and i use that perp that example purposely to say mm -hmm. i wouldn't have been angry if you hadn't no 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 that's not taking notice i'm still passing blame on you mm -hmm. but if i say you know what i did react because i felt or i heard or i perceived and that gives you an opportunity to say well let's clarify that that's not what i meant that's not what i said right or just no you just need to own that you mm -hmm. know that mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah. Any more on that? No. No. Cool. The next one is R for respect. Treating one another with respect will go a long way, especially during the conflict. Mm -hmm. When your emotions are high, it's easy to lash out at one another or behave with contempt. Yeah. Now, see, the contempt part is where, you know, I'm thinking of an example of, you know, sometimes in the heated moment, people will throw out, well, you know, you do act like your mama. You do act like your daddy. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you know, next time you want to discuss something, have a point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that wow. Well, well, these behaviors, if that's, if that's what's happening, is, right. is actually furthering the wounds right. in the relationship. Yeah, because the thing about it, like you said, you're, you're not staying on the facts or the issues at hand. You begin to attack the person. You attack their them, mm -hmm. and that's what you don't want to do. That's where the respect disrespects coming in. Then mm -hmm. it leads, you know, disrespect. Un. If if you haven't addressed it, it leads to contempt, and contempt can, can come in, and that contempt is where you just dis total disrespect. Right. And that, and that wounds that wounds your partner. That wounds the other person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have to maintain a respectful attitude that will pay dividends towards a healthier conflict resolution. Right. And, and I think when couples should spend time, when there's not a conflict, when they can talk through and talk about the rules of engagement. Hey, when we're in the middle of an argument, we won't do this. We won't call each other's names. Mm -hmm. We won't refer back to mm -hmm. this. And if they really want to lock it in, it says, in the midst of heat, we will never use the D word, which is divorce divorce because mm -hmm. sometimes people can throw that out really easily and right. if you begin to set that up as a um in there you start weakening your foundation you don't want to do that okay that's true that's cool. very true so our next our next one for the letter e is empathy this is the final uh one empathy is to is to walk in the other person's shoes and see another see your see that other person's point of view mm -hmm. so it's tempting to conclusions and turn inward only thinking about 
our own perspectives during a fight, but opening your understanding beyond yourself will help you consider where your spouse is coming from. Say that part again. But opening up your opening mm-hmm. up your understanding beyond right. yourself will help right. you consider where your spouse is coming from. Mm. So that means you is, and I think that's the challenge of not being selfish, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. considering one another. You know, try to step into your spouse's shoes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Say somebody's not feeling well, and you're like, "What's the matter? Why are you acting like this? Are we going through this again?" But it could be a reoccurring illness going on, yeah. and it'll affect you. And you're like, instead of you saying, mm-hmm. you could say, "I'm sorry," you know, right? I, I didn't mean to rub you wrong on that one, right. on or, that point. Or something could have happened outside. You know, somebody could be at work. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a number of things mm-hmm. that could happen with that I think some people are just not empathetic but they have to learn learn to be empathetic because maybe they're that's true you know you grow up with family members who are not empathetic and they just constantly are putting you down right and you know I don't want to get into whole personality types but it's, it is a good thing if people haven't done it to really identify personality types there's, I mean there's a plethora of tests out there but I found that typically if I can just kind of nail it down to the type A personalities, mm-hmm. they have the greatest challenge in, in developing empathy. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they're just like, okay, look, let's just get it done, go, just do it. Because they're, they're doers, they're shakers, they're movers. But with that, they can sometimes overrule people and just not have the empathy. You know, That mm-hmm. doesn't mean a person, you know, that doesn't, not necessarily a type A won't do it, but you see it as a higher propensity among them. True, true. But, okay, so we're going we're gonna to jump into something else here because sometimes, even though we're giving you these, these natural principles, I believe that sometimes there's, there could be a spiritual problem with mm-hmm. the couple that's not getting along and they keep going around that same mulberry bush with the same conflict. The same mulberry bush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a mulberry I, I know it's a plant, but I, I'm not sure I've ever seen a mulberry bush. Well, let's, say, let's just say that same circle of, of conflict. Oh, you know what it is now? And because so many of the uh, cities and towns are put in roundabouts, <laughs> you keep going around. You stuck on the roundabout. <laughs> right. 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 You can't get off. <laughs> you try. You keep hitting it. Yeah, that that yeah, that would make sense, but yeah, so <laughs> so I'm I'm just saying that some of this is spiritual and and we, we've got scripture. Uh, Mike's going to share some scriptures that yeah. will will help address this. All right. So the book of Ephesians. All right. For those new to the book of Ephesians in the New Testament, it's one of the what's called the epistle or letters mm-hmm. that Apostle Paul wrote to the church. And it was written to the city of Ephesus, which is actually in, in existence today. Mm-hmm. Well, for time's sake, I can go on all the background, but it's interesting on how much Ephesus and the culture and the Greek culture, Greco-Roman culture kind of thing, is in America now. Um, even to the point that they had um, these idols. It was the it was the home center headquarters of this one particular idol worship mm-hmm. that dealt with a lot of sexual sexuality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so Paul is writing to the church, and I'm in chapter four. There's a number of scriptures I'm going to go through. I'm try- not trying to read all of them, but I do want to hit some because they hit all of us. And I'm also reading from 
was called the New Living Translation. Mm-hmm. All right, picking up in verse 17, Paul says, With the Lord's authority, I say this, live no longer as the Gentiles do. Now, for the Jewish mindset, anyone who is not Jewish is a Gentile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in, in the Christianity follower of Christ's um, mindset, a Gentile is anybody without God. That's really the definition of Gentile means without God. Mm-hmm. Okay. For they are hopelessly confused. If you turn on the TV and news today, I see a lot of people. I see confusion. Right. Okay. Yeah. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander from the life of God, from the life God gives them because he have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first of all, Paul's saying, don't live like that. Don't harden your heart. Don't, don't live like the Gentiles because you might be patterning your lifestyle after them and after the culture, but you got to look at the elements of the culture. Mm-hmm. It's darkness. Their minds are they're hardened against it. Verse 19 says, they have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. Turn on the American Music Awards. <laughs> Was it the Grammys? It's probably a good example. Turn on somebody. I would say any of them. Yeah, pretty much. I won't say all. I want to just blanket them, but most of them, you can turn it on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Verse 20. Now he juxtapositions. I'm trying to juxtapose, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the thought, he says, but that is not what you learned about Christ since you have heard about Jesus and learned the truth that comes from him. Now, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and mm-hmm. deception. Mm-hmm. And in the context of what we're talking about, depends on your family of origin or the environment you grew up in you could be deceived on what is what is healthy we talked about respect mm-hmm. we talked about empathy those kind of things mm-hmm. and if you've learned that he says no this is now you got to put on a new way of doing it especially in a relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right verse 23 so put away that but he said instead let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes Put on your new nature created to be God, truly righteous and holy. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, that's going to make the difference in relationships. Because if we just try to do this in our own human nature and power, we will come up short. Right. All the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is interesting. Verse 25. So stop telling lies. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and it's interesting. It, it's funny. He just, he had to tell some, he had to tell them, stop telling lies. Mm-hmm. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. Now, your spouse is your closest neighbor. Mm-hmm. For we are all parts of the same body. And then especially his husband and wife, let the two become one, they become one flesh. So if you're lying to your neighbor, who's mm-hmm. your spouse, who's mm-hmm. your closest neighbor, you're lying. You know, I mean, that's a problem. That is a problem. <laughs> you know, all right. And don't sin by letting anger control you mm-hmm. wow you know and then there's a proverb that even says I'm going to pr- paraphrase it don't make friends with an angry man lest you become like you because you become like your friends right I remember growing up I heard that some of my mentors you say watch who you hang around because you'll become like your friends you become like who you hang around mm-hmm. there's also another verse that says a bad um, bad companies corrupt Good manners. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says, "Don't let sin, don't sin by letting anger control you. Also, don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil." So I think 
as a retrospective question for our listeners, how many times have you gone to bed angry? Right. You know, you and I, we, we've talked about it. We've even taught that there's sometimes if, if you got a late thing and you can't resolve it, that you say, you know what, let's go to sleep on this. We'll have to deal with it first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or schedule time. Or schedule time. Because sometimes um, the more you deal with it, the worse it's getting. Right. Regardless, I mean, sometimes people want to address it right away. but Yeah, but the other couple may, may not be. Best. Yeah, yeah. Now, as a practice, we don't do that. It's like, no, we try to resolve it. But, there, I mean, there's sometimes you, you just say, okay, we just can't resolve it right now. All right. But the, the key is, though, if you're always, if that's a habit of going down, or even sometimes he or he even kind of implies that maybe the one time you let it go, you potentially can give the devil a foothold. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> there's an old show that used to come on. I think there's still some other one. Well, you've seen it where you, you've got a like a sitcom or a movie, and this person, they let you into their mind. Mm-hmm. And you, in their mind, they're like hitting somebody with a brick. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Movie with Jennifer Lewis. Yeah, I mean, Jennifer, uh, I'm sorry, Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, exactly. When she was thinking Monster about Monster-in-law. Yeah. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. She was thinking about everything she was going to do. And then, you know, she's just standing there smiling, talking to the person. But mm-hmm. then mentally, she's got this going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that can happen. You know. Um, then I'm going to drop down to, okay, verse 28. All right. Verse 29, excuse me. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. That's encouraging our spouses. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't curse and don't cuss. Right. Somebody said, what's the difference? There's a difference. Okay. Cursing could be a person says, I wish you were dead. That's a curse. Mm-hmm. Cussing is just, you know, four letter. <laughs> six, yeah, whatever hmm. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that number is. Okay. All right, uh, and then the last part is verse 30. Now, for the, well, actually, I want to drop down. Well, I'm going to read 30 and then to 31. It says, do not bring sorrow to God's spirit by the way you live. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this is a, an incentive for all of us to think like, well, wait a minute. How I'm treating my spouse, is that possibly grieving the Holy Spirit or bringing sorrow to him? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think about that now until I read that like that. But that's a great question. That is it? a good question. You know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Now, verse 31. Get rid of all bitterness. First of all, identify bitterness. Right. Because part of the conflict we were talking about could, mm-hmm. could be stemming out it of It could be. Bitterness. It could be. Smoke is going around that circle. Yep. They're on the round and it's stuff that's just just lingering. Yep. Rage is the next one. Wow. Anger, mm-hmm. harsh words, mm-hmm. and slander. Verbalize about somebody, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and as well as all type of evil behavior. Now, again, juxtaposition. Instead, be kind to each other, tender hearted, forgiving one another. Just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that leaves us no place to hold any unforgiveness. Right. Wow. If we just, I mean, that, that alone, if we did that as couples, as family, we'd be so much farther along. It just, it's, it's, it's a growth. Yeah, it's growth. I say we have to renew our minds in the word, mm-hmm. renew our minds mm-hmm. in that area, whatever <clears throat> area it is that's, that's causing the conflict. Mm-hmm. 
and right. they have to realize that both of us can see blind sides with each other. It might be things that you see mm-hmm. about me that I don't see, and that's what caused the conflict, and yeah, vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Vice versa. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you caught that. <laughs> okay, I'm about to name somebody's name who's listening to this. Like, did you hear that? No, that you don't do that. Mm-hmm. that. They'll call people out. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the, my friend that listens to would probably said, I heard him, I heard him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't talk to her. <laughs> We're not talking about the individual, we're talking about we how st- she listens to me. I have to make sure I. We still got to get her on as a guest. Yeah, we got to bring her yeah. on. That's, our, that's a formal invitation to her. Right, right. But <laughs> and to our listeners, you will not forget that broadcast when we put her on. <laughs> 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 yeah, but there's blind there's blind sides that can easily be you mm-hmm. you they're just so ingrained, right? That you're like learned behavior. I don't yeah. I don't see that. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm I'm fine as you. You got the problem. Yeah, that's true. That is so and true. And that happens so much in relationships. And today we're still in the training mode of right. telling you how mm-hmm. to have the fight well. Yeah. It's a simple problem. I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's the easiest thing to do, but mm-hmm. uh, in our younger years, we had a lot of conflicts just because we you don't know what you don't know. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. It, it, took, it took time for us to grow, as we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. We had to learn those core things. We had to learn how to cooperate mm-hmm. and the give and take. You know, and it's interesting, that, you know, from the whole male standpoint that wives submit that to your husbands. They also look over the, I overlook the other one that says, be submitted to one another in the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's kind of things there. Also, ownership. So we talked about cooperation. Ownership. Own your mess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, respect. You got to maintain respect. And then empathy. But, you know, in this, we've got to give credit to Les and Leslie Parrott. Yes. You know, because they, they were the ones that, that coined these phrases. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. other, you know, these aren't necessarily new because there's a lot of people that teach about marriage. These elements are there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just kind of call them out. And today we wanted to echo those. Right. Because they're good. Exactly. All right. Anything else? Um, I don't have anything else unless you have something that you want to share. Mm-hmm. Besides, we'll tell you that you can, if you subscribe, which we said this in the beginning, you can hear these messages, you know, when we share them. These oh, little no. tidbits on uh, iTunes. On yeah, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Anchor, Spotify. Mm-hmm. I mean, wherever you pick up your your podcast, you should be able to pick these up and subscribe to it. And then that way you're notified whenever we upload a new episode mm-hmm. and you can check it out. Right. You know, right. you know, our goal is to, you know, to share. And if you're a new listener, um, we encourage you to go back through the library. We've got a lot of, well, I mean, we've got like almost three years now worth of <laughs> podcast <laughs> out here. And we have been married this summer will be 36 years. Wow. We wow. were kids when we got married. Yes, man. we were. We've yeah. grown up together, basically. Yeah, almost a whole adult life has been been married. I think we've been we've been together longer than we were with our families. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. You know, and then the families blended, and then I think we we talked about some of those about in laws. We talked about the in laws thing. So again, check those out. You know, because yeah. it's good. Um, but I think there's some benefit to 
I know culture today, a lot of people are waiting to get married later in life. I mean, late 30s sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I understand that because they're trying to develop careers and everything. And sometimes extenuating circumstances. I get that. Right. But I do think there is some benefit to, if you look in Hebrew culture and even beyond Hebrew culture, they got married young in their teens. Mm-hmm. But they were mentally, emotionally, socially prepared. Mm-hmm. You had the rites of passage. Um, you know, in the Jewish culture, they had the bar mitzvahs. You know, with these teenage men, I mean, teen, yeah, they were considered men. Mm-hmm. They still had a lot of growing up to do. Right. But they were being trained that, you know, at this, here's here's a responsible male mm-hmm. that now qualifies you. If you meet these qualifications, you are considered a man. Right. You know, not right. just a male. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, we, we share those things. Go ahead. Honestly, we do want to give a shout out to Josiah and Tyler. Oh, Lawrence. yeah. They're newly married. Um, So nephew and new niece-in-law? Niece-in-law, yes. Boy, you don't hear that much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We want to say congratulations to them. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. That was a joy to see the two of them uh, tied a knot. Yeah, so they're starting a new life together. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Buckle up. <laughs> so buckle your seatbelts. Yeah, get ready. <laughs> but a good, good and challenging times. Mm-hmm. But it's good. Cool. Anything else? Nope. All right. So I think that's a wrap on this one. So this has been Michael. And Sherry. With the Happily Married and Love podcast. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.